Welcome to the Mystic Women Podcast with your host, Mystic Women founder, Marlon. From topics like spirituality, connecting to spirit and psychic abilities to spiritual awakening, Marlon helps you navigate the world of spirit in a down-to-earth way. So, let's get started. Hello and welcome to the Mystic Women Podcast. I am Marlon. So happy for you to be here. Excited to share this episode with you. And I cannot believe we're already by episode 6. I have honestly been very inspired these past couple of days, so I have been launching more episodes than I typically would. I like to work around my inspiration, and there are certain times in the month that I just am not feeling very motivated, I'm not feeling very inspired. It's very natural, we fluctuate like that as human beings. And I typically go into a little cave during this time, and I don't like to be very social, so probably what I'll do is I'll prepare a lot of amazing episodes during the time that I'm feeling inspired so that I can launch them on the days that I'm in my cave. Also, the new moon is coming on November 13th, which is Monday, and it's the new moon in Scorpio. It's, I don't know about you, but I'm already feeling that energy of Scorpio that energy of shedding the old and just starting new. A new moon energy can typically be felt a couple days before the new moon actually hits. Same for the full moon. So you will feel its energy about two, three days before the new moon and then two, three days after the new moon. And I am absolutely feeling it. I did go ahead and draw the card, the tarot card for this episode. And I actually got the Empress reversed. And I do want to say that if you are listening right now, if you're drawn to listening to this episode, then chances are this message may be for you. And the Empress Reverse really talks about self-care, and it asks you whether or not you've been taking care of yourself. Perhaps you've been spending a little too much time taking care of other people and not dedicating the light of day to yourself. Empaths have the tendency of doing this. If you're an empath, you know exactly what I'm talking about. We tend to just give, 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 and we forget that we can't give from an empty cup. So nurture yourself a little bit. Take a moment to read a book, take a bubble bath, do something for you, whatever it is that you do for you, do it. Perhaps listening to this episode is something that you're doing for yourself, which is amazing. Continue doing little things for yourself because they do add up. I'm also getting that a lot of you may be experiencing a creative block. You're just worrying too much, thinking too much, and it's hard for you to birth this new idea. It's been hard for you to express yourself creatively. And a lot of the reason why this is happening has a lot to do with you wanting to control the situation too much, which ironically leads us exactly into the topic of today which is how to trust the universe and stop trying to control everything. I mean, raise your hand if you're guilty, right? My hand is way up in the air. I've had so much trouble with this my entire life. I've always wanted to control everything in order to get better results. I assumed I had to control everything. And at the time I hadn't realized, but truth was that I was very attached to my results. My identity was composed of my results. So if I did well, then I was an amazing person. If I did terrible, then, well, I was, I sucked. 
And this all happens when you're letting ego take the wheel instead of the universe. Like Gabby Bernstein says, the universe has your back. She has an amazing book actually called The Universe Has Your Back, which you should totally read, which pretty much talks about letting go and trusting that the universe will provide. Truth this manifesting, true manifesting, starts with letting go and trusting in the universe. But how do we do this? How do we let go? I'll be honest with you, I'm a work in progress. I will say it as many times as possible in these episodes because I don't want any of you to think that I'm some perfect human being trying to beat you with the truth. I'm in the trenches just like you trying to figure it out. But as someone who has tried to control most of the outcomes in her life, I do know a thing or two about learning to let go. I also know exactly what happens when you don't let go of the outcome, when you're so attached to what is going to happen that you can barely even look at yourself in the mirror if you fail, if you just happen to fail, or if things just don't go the way that you expected them to. It took me a long time to realize that I can spend my whole life planning and the universe will laugh in my face because the universe has other plans for me. I will never be able to imagine the plans the universe has for me. You will never be able to imagine all the plans and the amazing things that are going to happen to you the minute you let go and you trust in the universe. So I'm going to go ahead and go over a couple of things that have worked for me. Now, take what you may. Take whatever works for you, what doesn't work for you, let it go. Everyone's experience is different, but we can always learn from each other. Now, I would have to say that one of the most important things I've ever done in order to learn to let go is to slow down and be more mindful. Beautifully said, so difficult to do. So first of all, what is mindfulness in the first place? My best way to describe mindfulness is to learn to be aware of the current moment. So to be present in the moment. And at the same time, you sort of acknowledge very calmly your feelings and your emotions and your thoughts. And you're in a state of just being. This is very, very difficult to do. And meditation has helped me immensely to learn to just be. I mean, it is so hard to just stay still when you have ADHD. I have ADHD and it's just so difficult for me to just stay still sometimes and not have my mind racing at a million miles per hour. But I do have to admit that meditation has been one of the most amazing things that I've ever done for myself. Aside from this, having my daughter has taught me so much about slowing down. Children have a way in helping you slow down. Because children are always present in the moment. Children are not thinking a million miles per hour about different things. Children are present and they invite you to be present with them. So if you want to learn about mindfulness, just look at a child. You'll notice that they're so present with whatever it is they're doing. They're not thinking about something else. They're present in what they're doing. That's their natural state. Another very important thing about mindfulness is that When we're mindful, we are not trying to control or change anything. We're just observing, right? We're just observing what's happening and accepting it for what it is. It sort of reminds me of Winnie the Pooh, how he just sort of accepts things. While Piglet is always freaking out, trying to control everything and is extremely worried about absolutely everything. 
But Winnie the Pooh was just like, it's okay, it's all right, it'll all work out. He is mindful. So one very important way to actually practice mindfulness, if you're not familiar with it or you've never practiced it before, is to start noticing your breath. Just take five minutes, two minutes of the day to focus on your breath. Focus on your breath going in and out. If your mind wanders, just bring it back to your breath. It's so simple, but it can really help you trust more in the universe by helping you be more mindful. I was going to leave this tip for the end, but I want to unwrap it right now because it's so important. And if you don't hear the entire episode, I do hope that you at least hear this part. Letting go of expectations. Now, how on earth do we do that? Trying to control expectations and having expectations, it's like second nature to most of us. But something I've really tried to do is focus on what I can control, which is myself. I can control myself. I can control my emotions and my actions and my reactions. But I definitely cannot control the outcome of any situation. An amazing part about manifestation is that when you let go of those expectations that you have and you trust that everything will work out, you open up yourself for greater possibilities. And you open up yourself to the universe and to opportunities. Because you start becoming more in frequency with the universe and the way the universe actually works. Think about nature. I mean, nature doesn't ever seem to be in a hurry, but everything gets done. Somehow, everything gets done. No expectations, but everything gets done. Perspective is a big one. I mean, we all come with our own experiences of the world. We color the world in our own specific ways based on the experiences that we've had. And our own experiences sort of create all of these expectations for us. They tell us how the world ought to be and even how we should respond to it. But it's by letting go of these expectations that we are more open and receptive to what can come. So new things, new amazing things can come your way. You may be just blocking your blessings by expecting certain things to happen. Perhaps you want a certain outcome to happen, but God has a different plan for you. And the plan the universe has, I guarantee, is going to be a million times better than anything you can imagine. Believe me, you will never be able to imagine what your life is going to be like. You can try. Doesn't mean that you can't make plans. We can, we can always make plans. We can always have vision, right? But actually controlling what is going to happen is not up to you. So if you can't control it, might as well just go with the flow. Now, when it comes to expectations, why do we have them in the first place? I was so curious to know why on earth I had so many expectations. And the truth is, is that my life experiences have shaped my, my expectations. And our expectations are a way for our brain to basically prepare us for what's coming. Our brain hates surprises. So our brain programs us to have expectations. Repeated exposure to certain experiences do shape our expectations. And expectations are not to be confused with having goals or aspirations. Goals are more intentional, they're achievable. The outcome of a goal can typically be, you know, predicted based on your efforts. But an expectation is just your perception of how things are supposed to unwrap. There are many characteristics of someone with 
too many expectations, someone who wants to control the outcome of things. There are little ways to tell if you are this type of person. For instance, are you someone who is consistently feeling like others let you down? Or you feel like you let yourself down? Or are you someone with, you know, those lists, those detailed lists of how things should go? I am so guilty of this. I am known to in the past do these these lists. If I'm doing a creative project, I will take out a piece of paper and write down how I predict things are going to unwrap. I used to do this all the time. And for every project I've ever done that for, it has definitely failed. Because I wasn't trusting in the universe. I was just expecting things to happen the way that I wanted them to happen. Another way to know if you have just too many expectations, you usually will feel very disappointed. It's normal to be somewhat disappointed when things happen and they don't really go how you expected them to, or better yet, how you were hoping they would. But becoming severely heartbroken and frustrated and almost depressed is definitely a red flag. So now that we know, okay, we're aware of whether or not we have expectations of how things should happen, what do we do to fix this? How can we change this? What on earth can we do to stop manipulating or trying to manipulate every outcome with our expectations? We did say that expectations are shaped by our experiences. But at some point in our lives, we have to take ownership for our mindset and our inner voice, the way we speak to ourselves. Ask yourself if your thoughts reflect who you are and who you want to be, or do they focus on who you should be, who you think you should be based on what other people expect from you. A lot of the times that we're trying to control things, it's typically because we want to seem a certain way to other people. It hardly ever has to do with ourselves. It has a lot more to do with we want other people to see us succeed or we want to succeed in a specific time frame because other people will want to see us succeed at a certain time frame. You see where I'm getting at? Some of your expectations aren't even your own expectations. They're just expectations from other people in your life trying to enforce them on you because they think they know how you should live. It's time to let this go. We are reparenting ourselves, we are changing our mindset, we are growing and healing, and we are going to be completely new human beings. Not so much new human beings, you're going to be the person you already are. You just have so many layers on top of you that have been conditioned throughout time, and we're going to just peel all these layers out so that you can be your authentic self, and you can start manifesting and trusting in the universe and living your best life. Another very difficult thing to do is embracing uncertainty, and I say difficult because our brains do not like uncertainty. Our brains are there to help us more so to make sure we're alive. So uncertainty for your brain is really scary. It has trouble seeing uncertainty as a place where growth can happen and opportunities can happen. But it is so necessary to embrace uncertainty if you really want to trust in the universe and stop trying to control everything. Now, how do we do it, right? How do we embrace uncertainty? The way at least that I started stepping into this 
was by throwing myself first very gently at things that would scare me to death. I started small, so maybe like a little hobby, try a new hobby, little things at first, and then really big things later. But little by little, you know, you get used to going outside of your comfort zone. Because uncertainty is outside of your comfort zone. Expectations are inside your comfort zone, which is exactly where your brain loves to keep you. So think about this. What is something you can do or you can start doing that is absolutely outside your comfort zone? Start small. Don't don't try to, th- well, if you want to, throw yourself into the big leagues. Go right ahead. I'll be rooting for you. But if you want to start small, you can start small. But definitely start taking these little steps towards embracing uncertainty. Now, finally, we've already spoken about this several times, but practicing gratitude is so important. We underestimate the importance of practicing gratitude. But I will love to say again that a gratitude journal is incredible. I have one and it's life-changing to write down the things that you're thankful for. It's not only for Thanksgiving where we sit down and we say what we're thankful for. It's not just for that one day. It is every single day. We're supposed to say it every single day, what we're thankful for. Remind yourself of what you have in your life that brings you joy. We all have something. And absolutely practice self-care because when you feel good, you start thinking differently. Your mindset almost changes instantaneously when you start taking care of yourself. So absolutely try self-care practices. Try doing something that nourishes your body, your mind, your soul every day. Don't go overboard. You know, it's we not everyone has three hours every morning to get ready for the day. I know some influencers who have this detailed morning routine that seems to take about five hours and they call it self-care, which it is self-care if you want to call it self-care, but it's not attainable for everyone. Not everyone has all that time in the morning to dedicate to all these different things. Now, pick one thing that you can do. Perhaps you can start meditating in the mornings or you can start doing your gratitude journal. Maybe you can take a walk, you can work out, have a really nutritious breakfast, something. Just start adding self-care routines to your day and you'll start to notice how your mindset starts to switch. You start thinking a little bit more in an open mindset. And finally, I want to urge you to find support. If you can't figure it out on your own, find support. Listening to this podcast is absolutely helpful. There are many other podcasts that are amazing as well. There are many books. There are psychologists and therapists that are incredible. If you need to go that route, don't doubt it. There are support groups. There's always someone willing to help. If you need any help from me, I am always hanging out in the Mystic Women Sisterhood chat. You can download our app and you can chat with me over there. But find some form of help because if you need the support, absolutely look for it. I do want to point out that it takes a really big person who feels not at their best to try to change. So if you're this person, I applaud you. I applaud you for trying to change I applaud you for trying to be better every day and know that your efforts do not go unnoticed. I really hope this episode helped you realize that the universe will definitely step in the minute you let go of control and you just go with the flow. You deserve all the happiness in the world. 
You deserve to find your own definition of success. And you deserve to step away from that comfort zone that keeps you in a cage. You'll notice that when you start stepping outside of your comfort zone, some people might look at you like you're crazy, like you've lost your marbles. Don't pay attention to them. They're stuck in their own cages. That's why they're judging you. Attract the frequency of the universe by being kind, by being yourself, by being your authentic self. The world needs people that are their authentic self. We live in a world and a society that's consumed with changing themselves. And they don't realize that it's not about changing yourself. It's about coming back home to you, to who you really are. Because the universe already knows who you are. The universe loves you. It's time for you to figure out who you truly are. It's time for you to get to know who you truly are. So let's do it, right? Let's start letting go of control and let's start embracing the universe. Let's start trusting in the universe. I am so happy that you stayed till the end of this episode. I am full of gratitude that you listened to this. and I really hope that it helps you. My goal is to help everyone shine their light because everyone deserves to do that. And the world needs that. Again, thank you so much for being here. My name is Marlene. Love and light always.